Welcome to track number 10 of Mission South Africa. The next very important thing in preparing the way for the Lord is a warning to vipers. <laughs> a warning to snakes. Yes. All generations of vipers. Hmm? Is this how to prepare the way for the Lord? Frightened snakes. All generation of vipers. Who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Amen. So, all vipers must be warned in this era. In Jesus' name. What is a viper? Dr. Ogo. We are going to warn the vipers. Say amen. Amen. But I believe that God is calling on us to act now. Amen. Amen. And uh, this is also a warning. Before we warn the vipers, we want to warn the phlegmatics. Phlegmatics before vipers. Do you see? I really believe that this point... Bishop is making is worth praying about and thinking about. Because, see, this is not the first camp people have been called and mobilized even to come to Ghana. Do you see? And the, the, the main problem is that people delay till they never do. To the last time, it was only one person. Only one person. Who made it to Accra. And so, it is very important for all of us who want to start churches, who want to go to Accra, to the Bible school, to understand that for this to be done, we need to, verse 3, it said, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the meaning we are being given is that Straight is what? Now. Immediate. Another word is forthwith. Forthwith is a very strong word. Right now, from here, the next step to take from here is not even to go to church on Sunday. The next step is that you are going to pack your things. Any day, any hour that passes, is going to cause you to encounter the chokers of this life. You are going to meet people, friends, yourself, yourself. Your voice will be speaking to you. That, 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 what, was, what was wrong with you? Why did you go to join those people? Are you not aware that in your family, they don't like doing these things? That is why I really believe that we need to make up our minds. You see, and, and, and those who eventually get to do the things they have promised to do, those of you who will eventually start branches, move to the Bible school, it will not be because you did not encounter problems. It is very important. You see, when you see someone doing what he or she has promised to do, it's not because the person did not encounter difficulties. It's not because when the person said he was going to do it, everything was fine. No. Jesus told us that even the seeds that are planted, they meet challenges. Stones, the wayside, thorns, all kinds of things. Cares, worries, beds. But it is very important. So, so, if you don't get to do it, it is not because you encountered problems. Because as for problems, they will be there for those who don't do 
and those who do. Amen. Let me say it again. Problems will be there for those who don't do it. And those who do it. Anybody who wants to marry, look, if you meet a beloved and you want to marry her, in this present world, there are many things that can prevent you from marrying. So many things. Family, finances, school, work, issues. And if the guy is also not a correct guy, and his eyes are into looking at other accessories, as he's with you, he's eyeing other sisters. Then he's wondering, I think that it's not a fair person I really want to. I think that I really, I think I'm into dark-skinned South African Zulus. I'm into Zulu blood. <laughs> listen, listen. There are, there are things in life to prevent anybody from doing anything. That is why John the Baptist said, make your paths now. Now. I mean, at this camp, you should start preparing your things to go to Accra. Some of you, if your pastors are here, you should see your pastor now and discuss you're going to start a brand somewhere. Because as soon as you step out of the camp and air passes over this decision, Satan meets you at the um, train station or the mall. Every decision, every zeal will just move out of your head. Say, oh, what is this cry? Meanwhile, this is what God is going to use to change your life. So, so, please let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. The way of the Lord for your life is the call into the ministry. The way of the Lord for your life is the ministry you must do, the church you must plan, the pastor you must be, the branch you must be a pastor of. That is the way of the Lord. And even though it is the way of the Lord, God wants you to make his paths straight. So that if you don't take that decision, even though it is the way of the Lord, it will never happen. It shows how powerful you are. It shows how, how great you are. It means that we are actually capable of stopping what God wants to do on earth. You are actually capable. The path that must be made straight it's not being made by John the Baptist or Jesus Christ. He said, make straight you yourself. Make straight the path. So all of us here, God really wants to move in our lives. He really wants to do things with us. He wants to use us to do great things. Some of us are pastors of 100 members, 200 members, 500 members. But where does it start from? Where will it start? If you will one day be a pastor. Where will it start from? It will start now. Amen. The point to begin the ministry is now. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Wow. Now, all generation of vipers who has warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come. Now, a snake, a viper... Is somebody that puts in poison into you. Now when you have a church like this church. We can have some people to introduce some poison. That we have not had before. And when that happens. Okay. And that poison is introduced into the church. The church changes forever. Pray that you are never bitten by a viper. 
You know, a viper, if you want to know, is the one with the head is like a triangle. That's a viper. So when Jesus, for Jesus to call these pastors vipers, is a serious thing. Right? Now, vipers in the church, can I have the loyalty books? All of them. Are those who poison the happy atmosphere that we have. Alright? And there's a group of them. Number one, those who are disloyal. Number two, just one single title of each. That's all. Is those who forget. Those who leave. A lot of people who leave the church poison the church. And it's just one little part. Sometimes you think that, oh, but it's just one person. But one little thought like this change you. I know a man who was bitten by a viper. He went swimming in the river and there was a waterfall. And he told me himself, he said, on Sunday morning, instead of going to church, I went swimming. And I didn't know till I started to study a bit about snakes. I found out that snakes are very good swimmers. They love swimming and they love water. So where you see water, always think of snakes. Some of them hide inside the water. So as he was under the, the waterfall was coming, he, you know, you can walk under the waterfall. He was enjoying the water on Sunday morning. And there was a snake which was lying in the water and flowing with the water. And the snake came down the water and came on him. And when the snake came on him, the came and went. He told me, he said, I was in intensive care for six weeks with heart, lungs, everything, keeping, pumping to keep him alive. And he said, half of my skin came off. Yeah. Just one little peck of those who forget. Or those who are accused. Those who pretend. Those who leave you. They, as they are leaving, then they turn around. <laughs> you can, the church can be in intensive care. Huh? Yes. Half of the skin will come off. Half of the church is affected. Yeah. Our church in Johannesburg was in intensive care for some time. But he was bitten by a viper. Like those who forget. Yeah. So those who forget, those who leave, anybody who leaves, watch the person carefully. That's why there's a whole book written for those who leave. Only those who leave. And you may even think, what is wrong with leaving? You can leave. But usually when they are leaving, they don't hey, see you. And they go. As they are going, they give you one peck. Hey. And you will never be the same again. The church will never be the same. You'll be in intensive care. The church will be in, in intensive care. Those who leave you. That's why I said, oh, generation of vipers. Vipers that are past, and these are Pharisees. He said, pastors, you are vipers. Who warned you to run away? Vipers. Huh? Vipers, which means people who stain. If, if there were no Pharisees, we wouldn't know anything bad about Jesus. Or ever heard of any bad suggestion about him when he came to this earth? <laughs> that he said he was for the temple, and that he's, he's breaking the law on the Sabbath day, he's spoiling the law, his people are not fasting, and he's, he's working on the Sabbath, he's breaking the laws of, of God. I've heard even a suggestion if it was not for these people. That's why Jesus called them vipers. It's like suddenly, 
Whence has this man this wisdom? Where is he from? And this mighty works. What is this guy? You will never have heard a single, you will never have heard a single bad word except there was a viper. So we have to cut off. And when you see a viper, you know one time I had a, I had a, a dream. I've had a number of dreams of snakes. Oh yeah. But one day I had a dream and we caught a cobra. Yeah, I said a cobra, a viper. And the viper was, we had caught it. When we caught it, I said, bring some rope. And when we got the rope, we tied the mouth. Because if they don't open the mouth, they can't really do anything. So we tied the mouth like that. And the snake head is triangular. So we tied here. So you can't sort of go all the way because it's like, it, it widens. So we tied here. And as we tied, the snake was moving. Then, Something said, look, this rope will come off. <laughs> but this rope will come off. I was thinking, as you want to show people, look, this is a viper. Something said, no. Get the cutlass and cut off the head. What are you tying the mouth of the snake for? <laughs> cut off the head. <laughs> and we got the, we got the cutlass. For disloyal people that to cut them off. Cut it off. You cannot associate with them and play with it. When you play with it, before you even realize, by association, you see that people will be suspicious of you. Because you have a serpent in your house. What kind of person do you have in fellowship with a viper? Somebody is saying bad things about your pastor and you are keeping the person in your room. Somebody is saying bad things about your church and about the preaching in the church and you are entertaining that person. Wow. You got a viper in your house. I know a country where they keep snakes in their houses and they worship them. We will not be afraid of that house. That country. Yeah. Yeah. They have, one guy was telling me, he said, there's a man, he has a big, long black snake. He feeds it once a year. Yeah. It is in the house with him. <laughs> yeah. He feeds it a goat. He brings a goat. And he, he, he gives, he keeps it to the, this thing every year. And he's there. In the, in, he has a room. Will you, will you, do you feel comfortable? This is in Benin. This is in Benin. Yeah, where we are going. <laughs> Will you feel comfortable with such a friend? Even you ask yourself that, ah, why do you have a big, long, very long snake that you can show people, this is in my room, one of the rooms. What type of person is that? Huh? Is he a, is he a good person? There's something wrong. And some of you have kept spiritual cobras as your friends. You have them as your friends. You come to church and then you, you associate with such people too. How will your spirit be free? You can never do well. You, can never, you will always sit at the back. You will always sit. You will never sit in front. You will always sit at the back. Because you, you don't feel close enough. Yeah. It's a bad thing. Choose you this day whether you are going to have a serpent as your friend or you are going to cut off all snakes. And if you are going to tie them, tie the mouth, triangular with a tight rope, when the thing slips, then the thing will... The fangs, if you see them, I've seen it. We had the one in our lab. In zoology lab, it's like this. The, 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 the viper's fangs are like this. But it's folded. It folds into the mouth. So the mouth closes. So it's folded. The whole head is under like this. When it opens, it comes like this. And it's an injection. That's it. 
basculotoxic venom. So disloyalty, eh? memory, complaining, comments, people who make comments. Look, if you don't want to be at the camp, go. Tomorrow we get a car for you to go to wherever you came from. Will you even get to be at the camp? You will not even get. We get a car for you tomorrow, sharp, you go. It's not by force to be here. You sit here and you are making comments. You will not get. I'm standing here preaching and I'm the one who is preaching. You are sitting down. You think I don't know how to preach for 40 minutes. I know how to preach for 40 minutes. Do you know the places that I have preached at? Where I was giving time. Yeah, we don't like, we don't do, our preacher place, they say they don't take offering, they don't do this, they don't do this, they don't do this, this is what we do, this is how we do it. Yeah. I preached 15 minutes, I picked 25 reasons why you must be a, 30 reasons why you must be a soul winner in 15 minutes. With an interpreter. Yeah, I know how to preach shorts. I'm an expert short preacher. So if you see me preaching long, it is intentional. Yeah, it's intentional. Yeah. If I'm invited to preach and they, they give me the short time, I'm, I'm even happy. So 15 minutes, 15 minutes, no problem. Yeah, 15 minutes and I'm out. It is easy for me. Because I can preach 6 hours, I can preach 8 hours. So when is it 30 minutes? It's cool, I'm so deaf, sit down and finish. The pastor is even happy. And they will invite me to come back. So, a lot of times, you, you think that somebody is doing something he's beside himself. He's forgotten, he's lost control of himself. He's very happy. Nonsense. I said what? Nonsense. I'm training you in discipline. Part of a hardness. Endure hardness as good soldiers. Yeah. I'm training you as soldiers. Eh, brother. Brother. Son. Lift up your hands. Are you arguing? Okay. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm giving up the snake in my house. You can come for it tomorrow morning. How many are giving up all snakes in your house? Can they come for it? Will you open the door for it to go out? Or you want to keep one snake in your house? Somebody will say, when we leave the church, we are no more. Why is it that everybody has cut off from me? Why, why is it that everybody has cut off? No one is calling me. No one is there. Look, when you live in a certain way, everybody will cut off from you. Everybody will be afraid of you. Because you are poisoning the church. And we have decided at this camp, no one is keeping a snake in his house. Again. No vipers. Wow. Hey, those are the back. Are you, are, you, are you with us? Are you with us? When we are saying viper, viper, this is you are sitting down. Relaxing. Is it the time to relax? When you are hearing about vipers. All right. Sit down, everybody. Take out your offering. Take out your offering. Tomorrow we are going to give a special offering for healing Jesus crusade. Amen.
Are you excited about that? Healing Jesus to save South Africa. Hallelujah. Soon you will be seeing your town on a film, isn't it? Wow. Everybody take out your offering, offering. Do you know anybody with a viper in the house? A spiritual viper. He's in contact with the viper. He visits the viper. And the viper also sends messages. Whatsapping you. A viper is whatsapping you. A viper is boxing you. Hey! Lift up your offering. Everybody must give something. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing today as we give tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Now, is there somebody here who has been a viper before? Check with your neighbor and whether he has been a, a, a disloyal, disloyalty candidate before. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, do you have a snake in your office? Now check your neighbor's phone and see whether he has any viper numbers on it. Any viper numbers, any known vipers. Certain numbers must be deleted from your phone. Courage. 
you will think that things are not working. Because 39 million 999,999 spams did not work. Yeah. 39,999,999 spams didn't work. That one worked. And that's you. You're a very complex person. Who has come to live for 70 years to do all sorts of things on earth. Amazing. And the rest of them are dead. Within. They are washed. They are washed away. Some are wiped away. Swiped. Wow. And if one or two churches that we have planted are not working, is it, is it right to be discouraged? Is it right to give up? Is it right to stop the idea of planting churches? Better start celebrating anniversaries of your church instead of being discouraged and saying that you, you, are, you, are, you, you are tired. Start celebrating anniversaries. We are five years old. Twenty-three members. We are five years We are celebrating our five-year anniversary. You people, you don't know. The church that has become 2 million and are building 3 million. One of them. The founder of the church up to the church, I think there were 40 people. And he became the pastor. It has become what you call 2 million. Yeah. So, for some of these churches, we are even causing them to exist. Then maybe somebody will also come. Maybe somebody at this camp. Take one of them. And then it will just become something else. God will anoint him with humility. Look at Mosasono. The church that he, that he has is so big. He did not start the church. Somebody started the church. And the person was leaving the country and said, Okay, you, I'll, I'll give the church to you. And prayed for him in the service and said, You, you will be in charge. Before he married, a small boy. I'm sure the person who was, he was, he was thinking, maybe this African, there's no hope for this 30 people as I'm living with this young boy. But already even Bishop Mosa is, uh, is over 50 years old, but he looks very young, like a, how much more when he was 22 years old? Hey! I'm sure the person, the white man who was leaving the church was saying, oh, these people, they will disappear. A year from now, there will be nobody here. But Mr. Moses said that when he, he laid hands on him and he prayed for him, he felt something like a blanket coming on him. Yeah, like a blanket was put on him. You see, yeah. He said he felt like a blanket was put on him. And then when he took over, no, the first, I think one of the first things that people, some people were not happy with him being put, and then they left. So the first thing is for the team to reduce. See, like, it's like it's hopeless, you see. Oh, you are about to give up. But you are about to build the biggest church in South Africa. You are about to build the biggest church in South Africa. You want to give up. You want to give up. When you are just about to be the, build the biggest church. And you are the one coming to build a, something that feels... Orlando Stadium and whatever, every year they fill and overflow. Yeah. I spoke to him two days ago. He told me, oh, we just finished, we filled the whole stadium. Yeah, it was just a, a service. It's no, no advert, nothing, just a service. <laughs> Family service. Uh, a sower went out to sow. You must, you must, that, that is why if you see me with young people, small boys, people who don't have money, most of the people that I move with, they don't have anything. <laughs> Do you understand?
understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Later one day, if you see that that person has become something, don't be angry. And say that, oh, Bishop has all these people. Where did he get them from? Wow. When France, where is France? Where is France? Somebody should WhatsApp him. About seven people should WhatsApp him. That you are needed. You are wanted. They are calling your name in the preaching. They are calling your name in the preaching. Better arrive. If about hundred of you can send him a WhatsApp and message, I tell him they are calling you now. They are using you as an example. Quickly come. When France came to meet me at the hotel, he was a student. Yes, my boy. Today he's driving his BMW around. Yeah. Or is he not driving BMW around? Huh? Yeah. I think I've sat in that car before. Wow. And his wife was his beloved. Yeah, I remember, I remember clearly. I remember her name, Claire Zama. Where is Zama? What are they doing at this time? You said they are doing what? You said they are doing what? Huh? At this time? You, when they come, you will see. They are sowing seeds. Destroyers of things that are nice and good. 
as somebody was enjoying his waterfall, having his bath, and playing in a water. I mean, when he said that, I was very disappointed because I have planned to one day swim in a river with a waterfall and go and stand under the waterfall to see what it's like. But since he said that testimony, I've been discouraged from such visions. To go and stand under a waterfall. What about if a viper is just... You see how the snakes are long like this, just going like this. Only to come and embrace you. And I was sharing with you about some people who keep snakes in their houses. In a room. A room for a snake, which is the God. How can you keep a snake? And you have to check whether any snake spoilers. A snake is a spoiler. To spoil everything that we have. We have a nice church. Then you see that a snake wants to come and spoil the nice church that God has given us. Spoil the atmosphere. Bring questions. I mean, we would never have thought of anything bad about Jesus except these sad to seize and far to seize had come on the scene. And they just give you one bite like that. And it is enough to change your life. You will be on admission. If you have one person like that in the church, you just make one comment like this. One comment. Why are there only Ghanaians doing this and that? Why are there only South Africans doing this and that? And then immediately a question will come that has never been there before. It's the work of a viper. And it's a very dangerous thing. I had a viper in Zurich once. Yeah. And he told the people, he was a Nigerian, and he told the people, a Nigerian viper, spiritually spiritual Nigerian viper. He told the people, these people, are, these people are Ghanaians. We have to do something for ourselves. They are only doing things for Ghana. So we have to do something for ourselves. He just introduced that. Somebody who, when he comes to Ghana, he even stays in my house. In my, in my guest house. In my house. What I say in my house? In my guest room. Even Ghanaians have been stayed. Have you stayed in my house before? Never stayed in my house. Come and visit and you after some time I'll, I'll, you have to, I'll, stay, I'll say you have to leave now. It's time to go. Your visit is over. He lived there. Ate my food. My wife cooked for him. Drank my water. I never, I never saw him as a Nigerian. I saw him as a nice brother. But one day, to do what he wanted to do. You see, they, they, they are doing it because of something they want to do. And when, when we were starting the church that he was the pastor of, you know, in Europe, if you have 40 members, it's a lot of people. We gave him 12 families. Families. We said, oh, we don't, we are, it's the same church. Like us, always the same church. So if this group moves to this branch. It's the same thing. There, there's no, there's no like, this one is big. No, it's the same church. So we just move, all of you move here. Just like when we started doing the Johannesburg church. We joined churches and moved this church from here. Which church to which church? Ramfontein and, and Bramley. Yeah. That's what we, we have our members. They say, okay, all of you go here. Hmm? And so the viper, this Nigerian viper, started to say that it's a Ghanaian thing. And that we Nigerians should do something for ourselves. A bite had come. 
Do you know, not only can a viper make you unconscious, but can kill you. He took the whole church. Today that church does not exist. It's closed down. He took everybody and took them all away. And the church closed down. Today we don't have a church there. A whole church. That is why we don't take lightly something that you say. If you say it, we will analyze it immediately. I tell you. Yeah. And you have to be very careful. Because you see, maybe you don't know the effect of these things. So, you have to be careful in your comments. If something even occurs to you, you have to uh, ask questions. When you talk about Nigerian, we have to do Nigerian things. You, we have spent more money in Nigeria than in most countries. And Nigeria is very difficult. You rarely see a Ghanaian in Nigeria starting a church. A Nigerian will come to Ghana to start, but a Ghanaian will not go to Nigeria. That's just the way it is. We are there. We have spent a lot of money in buildings and other things. The Nigerians rarely, don't easily follow a Ghanaian pastor. The Ghanaians would more easily go and join a Nigerian church. But we are still building a church with branches. Branches in Nigeria. Ogbomosho, um, uh, Benin City, here, all over. And we are, start, we are building, building churches. You say it's a, it's a Ghanaian thing. The map. Watch out for viper. Anytime you send something, you tell them, what? What did you say? What did you say? So I'm saying it because some of you, naturally from your home, you have a viperine spirit. Because maybe your mother only says bad things about your father. So you're growing up learning how to say bad things. Because if your, if your, your father had another type of wife, right, even though your father would behave in the same way, another type of woman would not mention such a thing. For the children to hear. You know, one day I, I thought about it, I realized my mother has never said, never said anything negative about my father. All the negative things I know about my father, I found them out. Independent of my mother. Oh, yes. My mother told me that, my mother told me that, my, you, my mother told me, your father will never tell a lie. It's one of the things that made me not tell lies. So your father would never tell a lie. Your father would never do this. Oh yeah, that's how she only spoke about my father. And my father was a normal unbeliever. Whatever that means. <laughs> and many years later, you know, I was in Switzerland and um, I found out that um, a certain word that I used to hear my, my mother say in German, she used to speak in German to her friends on the phone. That word, I found out that it means my husband. That I used to hear, but it sounds like something, I don't want to say what it is, I don't say everything. But that word, I found out that it's not, I don't know whether it's German or Swiss German, but it means my husband. So I realized that she used to talk about her husband. I mean, either the usual 
Sometimes ladies talking among themselves. And it was the commonest word I, I used to hear. But to me, a son, I only knew that my father was a very honest person. A very good person. I mean, I can't even tell you some of the comments that she made. Like very highest morals. Yeah. That's what I'm saying that. If you had a different mother with the same father, you would be surprised that there would be nothing like the things that you are hearing from your mother. Yeah. So, when you hear somebody complaining all the time, you can easily bring it to the church. And the slightest provocation yeah. And you got to watch out. You see, ladies, you are good at talking. So use your talking for preaching. So you'll be very good preachers, but not complainers. And also, teach your children that your husband is a great person or their father is a great person. Even if he is a mulligan. You understand the mulligan? It's like a non-scoring husband. He can't score goals. He's a retired striker. <laughs> hey! Are you listening to me? Yeah. I'm talking about vipers. People who inject one word. Everything is changing. One comment. Billy Graham. He wrote a book recently. He's been writing a couple of books. What it means to grow old and so many things. Now, one of the things that he wrote recently was that there was a question that his children asked. When his children got married, some of them, one of them, or some of them, and they had certain problems in their marriage, but the daughter, one of them, was very board with the husband said that my father never behaved like this and our marriage my father and mother's marriage was not like this they never had this so she felt that her marriage was bad but what Billy Graham said was that all the troubles that he had in his marriage he didn't let the children know and he didn't do things in front of the children for the children to understand whatever is going wrong. But they had it. They had personal problems. But it is not something for the children to... So, so he's now, he was now saying that looking back, he could have let the children feel some of the difficulty. Or he could have done it the way he did, where they didn't know Anything. And he says still he prefer the way he did it. But the disadvantage of that is that when a child is having his normal life and he has any problem, he feels that it is abnormal. But not knowing that that is normal. Are you understanding what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is that there are types of people who want to spread venom and unhappiness. And they even spread it to their children. They say, your father, your father. People who say, your father, your father, your father. Go to your father. Your father is like this. Your father is like this. Your father is like this. What does it do to the child? It twists the daughter who should get a blessing from her father. Then she becomes twisted. And she dislikes her father. Any young girl who doesn't like her father, watch her. You can put a small tag on her to see her end. If you like, put a little sticker on. 
when you have a daughter who doesn't like her father. Usually she has inherited the bitterness of the mother or the bitterness of society or some other bitterness. And then you see that she's against the father. It's not a good thing, all of you girls. Rather choose to be a daddy's girl. Oh yeah. Be a daddy's girl. In the church, be a daddy's girl. In the house, be a daddy's girl. Rather than somebody who doesn't like these men. So when I'm even preaching, so these men, men, he's a man, these men, men, as for men, when I was officiating your wedding, you said, what God has joined. I was, I was God joining you together. What God has joined together. Let no man put us under. But when I'm preaching, I become a man. <laughs> Fantastic. So, watch out. All negative thoughts have an answer. Only that some of you have not Look for the answer to that negative thought in your head. For instance, if you say I'm preaching, I say women, whatever. The answer to that is look carefully and see women. Where are women honored? Which church? Where are women giving work to do? If you come to the crusade, you see women climbing, women driving. When I went for a crusade, the other day, the, the security, the soldiers, they were surprised to see women driving the convoy cars. You were surprised. Women were driving the cars. Who is this one driving? What? They do everything. Why would they get something to do? At that church, you will be making meat pies. And that is all you do. Make meat pies and serve it. Yeah, and give him birth. And you sit in the house and just be grumpy over there. Here you are being called lady pastor. Look at the girl, look at the girl who was leading the worship. Beautiful. Beautiful. So nice. So nice. What else do you want? Is it not an honor? Where will you get? Who will get a chance to sing? You will be in the house complaining. It is the church that you have a chance to sing. We are happy with it. I asked I ask the person. I asked him, who is that girl? Who is that girl? Who is that girl? <laughs> yeah. Who is that girl? It's leading us. We are so happy here. Oh. That's the answer. To that stupid question. Men. He's saying these are men. Men are this. And this is men. Don't say that. Think carefully. If you think through, you realize that. Here rather we are, we are not just for meat pies. Which of you have made me a meat pie since I came? Have you made any meat pie for me to eat? You didn't even bring it. Yeah, we like you. We give you things to do. We don't see difference between male and female. Huh? We have women as pastors in churches. Overseers. Overseers. Full-time overseers. Lay overseers. Overseeing churches. Pastors. With members. Hey! Building church blocks and buildings. Women. <laughs> uh, where? Now you can't just say, man, that's why, that's why we, 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 this is just how you start to say, women, something. Oh, no. I'm rather trying to correct what your father couldn't tell you. Hmm? And what when your mother was telling you, they didn't listen to her. And what your husband is telling you, you are, you are standing as a co-equal. A co-equal. A co-equal. Yeah. Are you a co-equal? But because of your fighting as a co-equal, he cannot say many things. So I'm saying it for him. Yeah. I'm saying it because when you stand in the house as a co-equal without a referee, then you, you realize that, you know, you always argue, so you never even hear. When you say, you say, when you say, you say, you say, you say, you say don't shout. Say, I'm not shouting, but you are afraid about this. Don't shout. I just said this. I just said this. Oh, you are welcome. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. 
Don't God bless you. You are welcome. I'm still there. Oh, you are welcome. Don't mention, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No problem. Don't mention. Don't mention. You are welcome. <laughs> I received the, the long life. <laughs> wow. So every bad thought has an answer. Only that you haven't found the answer to that thought. Yeah. You haven't found the answer to that thought. But every bad thought, negative way of thinking. You say, oh, it's a Ghanaian to Nigerian, South Africa. There's an answer to that. Ask yourself. Even Pastor Bishop Clufio, when he was going to Ethiopia, who did he go with? Does he know even one Ghanaian? Me, if I was moving from Ghana, I would take the main people that I, I move with. And that's what he also did. There's not even one. Does he know any Ghanaian? He only knows South Africans. How come today you are saying he's a Ghanaian thing, this South African, this, whatever. All his people, his personal secretary, his assistant, his this, his this, everybody's South African. What is your problem? What is your problem? You want to create a new apartheid system within the church? We are tired of your nonsense. Yeah. When we were, we were preparing our uh, crusade, we brought people from South Africa, come, because we need you, South Africa, to do the crusade properly. Yeah. South Africans. Huh? So, all negative thoughts have an answer. And you have to sometimes maybe find out in a humble way by just asking a humble question rather than sin, sitting there and saying, you see, this is a Ghanaian, Nigerian, South African, Zimbabwean. Yeah. I was surprised when I heard what was that thing they called when they were fighting Zimbabweans and others. Xenophobia. What is this nonsense? Your next door neighbors. Hmm? Or brothers, they speak the same language. Yeah, it's the same people. You are sacking them from your country. You are fighting them. They should go away. Their currency is bought. One billion dollars for whatever. Because yours is working. One day yours may not work. Huh? One day yours may not work. Yeah. And then you see that you may be wanting to need to go to Zimbabwe. To go and look for bread. And you are beating them. The same thing happened in Ghana. Ghana and Nigeria. We had a lot, at a point a lot of Ghanaians went to Nigeria. Yeah. And then they, they sacked all the Ghanaians. Go back to your country. Huh? So there is a bag in Ghana called Ghana Must Go. It's a bag that Ghanaians used to pack their things when we were sacked from Nigeria. It's called Ghana Must Go. So we ask, have you got your Ghana must go bag? Ghana must go. Nigeria sacked us because their country was good and our country was bad. Ghana must go. And when they were coming, there is a bridge near the airport. There was an articulator, long track, full of Ghanaians. And the truck was higher than the bridge. So the truck full of Ghanaians came and hit the bridge. Killed a lot of them. All Ghana must go. Today, Nigerians are coming to Ghana plenty. Because it's not good in Nigeria. <laughs> Supposing we also say Nigeria must go. Yeah. 
Niger must go. But we don't have to do that. Sit down. So tell your neighbor, all vipers will have their heads cut off. We are not tying the mouth of any viper. We are cutting off the head of the viper. There's no tying. It's a cutlass. Cut the head. Head is here. Body is here. Finish. <laughs>